what is the revenge voice? We all have it. We've all heard it. I just have named it. It is the ego's voice and it seeks revenge, the need to be right. We have all experienced this. So some examples are, say you're driving in the car on the highway and there's this madman like behind you, on your tail, swerving in and out, and it irritates you and you're like triggered. You're like, get out of here. And then they pass you and the revenge voice often can be like, oh, I hope he gets a ticket from the police. Or sometimes it can be even darker than that and be like, oh, I hope they get in a car wreck. That is the voice of the ego. Another example is one time my friend and I were at her house and her husband was an hour and a half late to arriving back at the house to relieve her so that we can go off and do our like girl time. She was so annoyed and she was telling me that you know, Father's Day was coming up. It was like a few days away. And that her ego was saying, you know, don't get him anything for Father's Day or don't call him on Father's Day. And that was actually the moment that we started really talking about the revenge voice and naming it. And yeah, that was a few years ago. And that was like the moment in time where I'm like, oh my gosh, we all have this voice. And number one, if we just start talking about it, there's less shame. Like there's nothing to be ashamed about because we all have this voice. Another example is anytime my husband annoys me, hurts me, frustrates me, I get mad at him, you know, one of those emotions and say he's at work, I, my revenge voice says, ignore his texts all day. Or if he calls, don't pick up. That means make him hurt. That means withhold your love to hurt him. That means I want to pass my hurt on to him and hurt him. That is passing your pain on. This is the revenge voice. It seeks to withhold love. It seeks to pass your pain on. There's many routes of this revenge voice. So silent treatment is withholding love so that they hurt, so that you can kind of dig them a little bit. And everyone has like their own poison, but other people passing their pain on is calling their spouse a name or or shaming them in some way being like how could you do that how could you do that that's shame you are purposely shaming them to hurt them a little bit because the ego the ego feels high and mighty and gratified when we pass our pain on for some reason and i think it's because we don't know other channels and outlets when we are in pain and when we are hurting or when we're angry. Because when we're children, most of us are not shown different ways of channeling anger, pain, hurt. After we call our sibling a hurtful name, our parent can tell us till they're blue in the face, we don't, we don't call each other names in this family. But if we're not shown another outlet of how to deal with our pain, what are we to do? We will keep repeating our knee-jerk reaction, our knee-jerk reaction until, until we're modeled a different response and shown different outlets of how to deal with our hurt and pain inside of our body. And most of us aren't shown that. So we spend our whole lives listening to the revenge voice and actually following through because we were not shown any different. This is the truth. We all have the revenge voice, even little children. They knee-jerk reaction, hit, scream, 
call a name, tell their parent they, they hate them. This is our natural, normal ego. There is nothing to be ashamed of. But the biggest lesson and why I'm doing this episode is so that we become aware of the voice and we never have to follow through with the voice. We can have the thought of our ego wanting to cause harm to someone and be like, oh, oh, you're hurting. Like, ego, you're hurting. I'm, I hear you, but I don't, I don't need to follow through with it because I don't need to pass my pain on. I recognize what's happening here in this moment and I am choosing differently. So an example of what I do now, now that I'm so aware of the revenge voice and I laugh at it now because this is just my natural innate humanness and I have no shame over my humanness and I just, I just want everyone else to feel this lack of shame like I do. And I can tell you some really, really dark things my ego says because I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> but first, I'm going to say, because I'm aware of my revenge voice, now when my husband irritates me or angers me or hurts me in some way, and I want to say, in my head, I'm saying, I'm not going to answer his text messages for the rest of the day. I hear that revenge voice of, not want, of ignoring him. And I make myself not ignore him. I do the opposite of my revenge voice. I am so keenly aware and conscious of my revenge voice that I make myself do the opposite. So the minute my husband texts me, within like a minute or two, I text him back because I am committed to not following through with my revenge voice. Another example of the revenge voice is the ego's absolute need to be proven right it thrives on being right and something that my ego does is so I'm I'm pretty against big pharma drugs shots all mm, yeah I mean I'm not black and white about it because there is a time and a place for western medicine always you know like there are lives saved every day by western medicine but Western medicine is not the place where if you have a chronic illness, it doesn't really address, you know, your root issue if you have a chronic illness or disease. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty eh, skeptical of big pharma. And so anytime someone has, I'm trying to say this, not so harsh, like what my ego says. Um, so anytime someone takes like a huge dose of big pharma something, my ego literally hopes this sounds so horrible but this is the truth of the ego okay my ego kind of hopes wishes that they get some sort of negative reaction so that my ego can say see see this is why big pharma is bad it wants to be proven right and it wishes a negative something on someone just to be proven right And that is not what I truly believe and want. That is the knee-jerk reaction of the ego because it needs to be right. I do not wish ill on someone. I, 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 I don't. Like the core of me, of course I don't. But my ego does. But I am not my ego. And I know that. So that's why I kind of feel like I have pretty high shame resilience 
when my ego, my mind has these morbid, horrible, dark thoughts and wishes upon other people that are drastically different than me, that believe differently than me. I am not my ego. This is a part of my humanness. And it is not truly how I believe. So I don't identify with these morbid ego thoughts. And that's what I hope I could pass on to you. Is anytime you have a horrible, negative, dark thought about someone else, that is not you. That is your ego needing to be right, needing to be proven right. It's your ego wanting to hurt someone else after they hurt you. This is the natural state of the ego and we are not our ego. We are not our mind. We are a soul having a human experience. Who we truly are is our soul. So being aware of the revenge voice is the first step. Because you can't say, hey, no, I'm not following through with this revenge voice request of hurting someone or saying a mean word to my partner. You can't consciously choose to follow through or not if you don't have awareness of the revenge voice. First step, having awareness of when it's speaking. Just witness, observe, pay attention. Through practice, you'll start to laugh at your revenge voice because it's hilarious. It is this little child that is so hurt. And that's not the funny part. The funny part is the revenge it seeks, the creative ways it seeks that revenge. And you also realize how withholding love is a tactic of punishment. And it probably has roots in our childhood. You know, if we're tantruming, our parent probably put us in our room and withhold their love from us. We learned how withholding love is punishment. And I am going to hurt them by ignoring them, ignoring their calls. Silent treatment. It's called stonewalling. Withholding love is punishment. And if we had emotional neglect as a child, if we were modeled this withholding of love, it's probably what we recreate recreate in our marriage or with our children now. Just think about it. Think about how foreign it feels in your body when you're mad at your spouse or you're mad at your child or your child is making you mad. How hugging them and showering them with love feels. It almost feels revolting because we've never been shown that. We don't know how to do that. It's foreign. So when it's foreign, it's uncomfortable. And when it's uncomfortable, we do not want to do it. So our need to repeat the past just because it's comfortable is what gets us to use the revenge voice and silent treatment and stonewall and shame our children, our partners. Because... We know it's wrong, but it's comfortable. It's what we know. It's what we've seen. It's what we've been shown. And to change ourselves is not comfortable. We don't want to change ourselves because it's hard. So the sad truth is that when we are shaming our partner or our children or using that horrible mean tone to them, whatever, we know it's wrong. We know we shouldn't be doing this. But it is more comfortable to do the revenge voice then 
to do a new behavior, carve a new path, choose a new response. The foreign is uncomfortable, even if it's right, even if it's love, it is uncomfortable and we don't like it. But to change ourselves means we have to start making choices that are the opposite or different from our past. That's the truth. If you want to change, if you want to be a new person, you have to stop acting in the ways you did in your past. So the first few times you hear your your revenge voice and you are like, oh, but I want to say this. I want to say this. I want to say this so bad because you know it'll just, you know, give them a little dagger and you choose not to say it. It will be hard. But through practice and repetition, you can do it because I'm doing it. I'm your living example. If I can do it, I know you can. Because I was the queen of the revenge voice. I think I always followed through. (laughs) But like eventually, that got too uncomfortable. So I was ready for a new path, a new response. And it feels amazing. So to recap, I just want you guys all to observe your revenge voice just watch and observe your mind think these morbid dark thoughts of wishing ill upon someone or wanting to say this mean thing just to throw a little dagger at someone just observe don't be hard on yourself this is the ego this is what we all have in us we are all the same you don't need to be ashamed of this voice in your head But then the next step is eventually not following through. And you will get there through time and practice. And then further down the road, you can laugh at your revenge voice. Your revenge voice, your ego, can be your comic relief. That is the best, is when you can can turn that negative darkness into laughter, joy, And just, it dispels. And eventually it has no home in you anymore. That's where we want to get to. But it takes time, patience, compassion. But you can do it. You can do it.